Welcome. I'm glad to see you. We're going to be diving in today, a new you, right? How do you get out of your own way and how do you achieve the goal of becoming a police officer? Maybe it's the new year, maybe it's the holiday season, or maybe it's just randomly anytime during the year. But if it is around the new year or any other time where you're ready to start making those changes, this episode's for you. Let's discuss. Before I get into it, if you're new, listen, down below, I have two different gifts for you. One is getting started as a police officer. It's a free online workshop. Go ahead, click on register for it. It's going to walk you through everything you need to know about the hiring process for police officers. And we have some extra things in it, like some practice and graded exams, written exams. Additionally, if you have something more specific to you that you want to discuss, sign up for a coaching call. They're down below. I'd be glad to cover whatever you want in your hiring process that's specifically pertaining to you. And it's completely free, my gift to you, both of them. Let's dive in. Maybe it's a new year, as I said before. Maybe it's just the middle of the year. It could be June. Doesn't matter. New you and getting out of your own way. So as you start your process in the law enforcement journey or the law enforcement hiring process, or maybe you're in the process and you've been roadblocked or you've had hurdles one thing you may need to understand is those hurdles may be yourself, right? If you've seen any of my other videos or if you've seen some of my other work, then you know one thing that I say is be specific when you're explaining stuff. Do not lie, but also do not elaborate. Going down a rabbit hole that really just doesn't pertain to a situation is a surefire way to get yourself removed from the applicant pile into the not a qualified applicant or the dismissed pile or not the highest qualified applicant or even being moved to the DQ pile, the disqualified. And it could be a permanent disqualification based on what you say. And then you're going to have to articulate that for the next agency or department you apply to. So as we think about new us and new use for, like I said, if it's the new year or if it's just any time where you're ready to make that change and start that journey of yours for, for law enforcement, you need to understand that it's not conducive to go in and do something over the same way you've been doing when it hasn't been working. The old adage is, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Well, if you've been going through the hiring process and maybe you've been getting stonewalled or you're not getting called back or you're not getting invited to the next part in the process, something needs to change. And whether that's something is how you're filling out paperwork, or maybe how you're articulating yourself, or maybe it's the interview, or maybe you're not doing well during the written test or the physical test. There's a whole slew of issues that you can run into during the hiring process. And right now, individuals are shaking it up. And when I say individuals, I mean, individual departments and agencies are shaking it up. They're they're trying to find a new way to get qualified and quality candidates in the door without sacrificing their principles, their morals, and what's legally required of them for screening police candidates. So you go through and you're doing these things that may be getting you not, not hired, I guess, is what I'm getting at, or going through and doing these things that are really just, <clears throat> excuse me, going through and doing these things that are really just not conducive to your hiring process. And most of the time, it's 
things that you can fix. It's things that that do not need to be specific. If I sat down and and said, as your background investigator, and I told you, hey, what issues have you had at your job? If I came to your house to conduct your background investigation, I sat down with you and your family, and I said, you know, have you had any uh, issues at Employment X? And you didn't put anything down on your police questionnaire for Employment X. But then you say, well, you know, this one time I was talking with another coworker and she made um, a comment to my my friend who happened to be my supervisor. And my supervisor told me about the comment. And, and you know, it, she just, she felt uncomfortable when she was talking to me. And then she just wasn't, she wanted to be on a different shift or I wanted to be on a different shift. Maybe, maybe well, shit, I want to be on a different shift, but you had no ill intent or you weren't trying to, you know, make any moves or whatever on your fellow colleague, but you go down that rabbit hole and you start explaining the things that I just said. I mean, it's, it's pointless. It's, it does nothing for you. It's, but then you elaborate on on that incident that you didn't even put down on your police questionnaire well now you just lied on your police questionnaire or or you forgot something and now this background investigator needs to determine did you purposely omit those that statement or was it just something that didn't pop in your head and you said it because maybe you thought that they found something but they really didn't find anything and it's it's no big deal it's it's if you're working as a as a stalker for a grocery store and you drop a can and it explodes everywhere, did you just damage store property? Yes. Did you get written up for it? No. What What did your supervisor say? Hey, be more careful next time and just make sure you clean it up and put out a sign so no one slips and falls. Does that mean you were reprimanded? No, you weren't reprimanded. There was no formal rep, uh, reprimand there. There was just a there was just an accident or an issue that happened and. You know, your supervisor or whoever, you know, maybe a someone who who has managerial position or or someone that you report to had said, hey, this is how you fix it. And then just be more careful. If if I sit there and elaborate on that and say, well, there was this one time I was working at X grocery store and I damaged store property. It was unintentional. My supervisor told me to make sure I never do it again. And it was it wasn't a big deal. It was just I dropped some cans and they exploded, but they cost the store a little bit of money. I'm I'm elaborating on something and I'm I'm saying I just destroyed public or store property. Well, then your background investigator's gonna look at you and say, Why didn't you put this down on your on your police questionnaire? Because nothing happened. That's why. And you don't need to be elaborating on it. Just say, hey, have you ever had any issues at at X groceries when you work there. No, no, I didn't have any issues. You know, who cares if you dropped a can on the floor and it exploded? I'm pretty sure people do that all the time. I mean, where do you draw the line? And that's what you need to realize when you wind up applying to these police departments is unless something happens, something specific that requires disclosure, you're only hurting yourself if you sit here and you elaborate on these minute trivial details. And most of the time you get background investigators that can look past this stuff and just understand that you're nervous and that this is a process that that people really want. This is one of the hardest and longest process to get employment. And a good background investigator can analyze that. 
but that's assuming that the background investigator is having a good day. They're well-trained in their job and they're not looking at it from a, is this person, did this person omit this fact? And now when he's confronted face-to-face with me, they just can't keep their composure and they break. It's not a good look. It's it's not something you want to do. And I actively just actively push you to to fix that and to realize that when you're when you're becoming a law enforcement officer, let me let me back up here. I'm never telling you to lie. You should never lie on an official form or anything like that. And you should never lie by omission, which is where you just fail to disclose something you know. That's not the case. What I'm trying to tell you is this dropping a can in the grocery store and damaging it is not is not conducive to to putting something on your on your resume. And that's even if you were a customer, right? So if you drop a can and you dent a can, technically you damage store property. You don't have to go up there and report it and say, hey, I I mean, if you damaged it and broke it open, I would probably go up there and tell someone so no one gets hurt. And then offer to pay for it chances are they'll tell you no it's fine um thank you for letting us know but if you drop a can and you just dent the can did you just destroy or not destroy but did you just damage someone else's property yes but you're not going to put that on your police questionnaire because it's trivial and it's it's not what the questionnaire is designed for the questionnaire is designed to to give the background investigator a starting point into one your truthfulness and then two the any type of potential issues that may flag you from becoming a a law enforcement officer. If you're looking more into this and you're you're saying, hey, it's hard to to not elaborate. It is and it isn't. It's a trained skill and you can learn how to do it. And if you need help, reach out to me. I'll I'll gladly teach you and show you how how we do it. But you got to get out of your own way. And starting off if it's a new year for you, or if it's just in the middle of the year, it doesn't matter. If this is your starting off point, then you need to you need to start there because once you fill out a police questionnaire and submit it, that's it. You can't take it back, and any department can pull that questionnaire anytime. It doesn't matter where or who you're working for. It can always be pulled. It's always public at that point. So as I said before, those gifts are down below. If you really want to start off on the right foot, Take our Getting Started workshop. It's going to walk you through. It's a quick workshop. It's got a written exam at the end of it to help see where you're at for the first initial phase. And you're going to you're gonna learn everything you need to get through the steps of the hiring process. If you got something more specific, I am here for a free coaching call for you. I look forward to hearing from you. And we can walk through whatever specific questions you have to your situation. And I'd be glad to help. As always, stay safe, and I will see you next time.